Hi, this is Bob from How Many, and when I'm not recording lame promos, I'm listening to Set Lusting Bruce. Or am I? everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and joining me today is one of my oldest and dearest friends. Um, uh, he, he will make fun of this, but uh, Bob Bland and I have been friends for a long, long time. Our he, friendship is legal now, 21, yeah. <laughs> 21 years uh, and uh, Bob and I have worked together, uh, and in, in one of the rare things, uh, when we stopped working together, we didn't stop being friends. You know, because often, like, when you make friends with someone at work, then when you move to another job, you kind of drift apart. But Bob and I have stayed together, friends, just for years, and it's, uh, it's always nice to visit with you. Yeah, it, it is, and we've got a lot of shared interests, you know, we yeah. both like sports we both like music movies there's a lot of stuff we we both enjoy yeah and uh bob is one of the co-hosts of the um very lightly listened to uh, <laughs> how many podcast yes <laughs> um, uh, uh that is one of the podcasts i do for southgate media and uh basically with bob jr um gary scott and uh we just kind of talk pop culture uh, topics and uh, we have fun whether anyone else has fun listening to it who knows but uh, but you've started a new podcast haven't you I have yes it was about oh I guess month and a half ago or so uh, it's called Bend and Scoop which is a reference from the first Cheech and Chong movie and it's it's just it's an inside joke between me and another mutual friend of ours Gary in the opening scene of the movie, but I wanted to have a podcast that focused on um, indie rock, indie pop music, uh, because I've, I've been a fan of that type of music for probably since about 2000, 2001. I got tired of, there wasn't anything good on the radio. I just, I just was really looking for something new. I got tired of the same old, you know, classic rock stuff I'd listened to forever. So I started diving deep and at that point online music was starting to become a thing you know um we still hadn't obviously had spotify or itunes or any of that stuff but there were things like mp3.com and yeah. i found a, a bulletin board an online uh forum uh that was called the cmj forum college music journal which a lot of other like-minded people um that listen to those types of um music that's off the beaten path uh, were on there. So I've always been a big fan of that type of music. And it just occurred to me that, you know, a podcast would be a really good opportunity to kind of share and expose these lesser known um, artists, uh, you know, to other people. And, and that's kind of really the MO I have is, is, you know, shining a spotlight on these artists that you probably haven't heard, but should. That's really kind of the the main tagline I've got. And I've got on a weekly schedule now, new episodes every Friday. Uh, I've got a website, bendandscoop.com, where everything's posted on there. And then we're on most platforms, Apple. The only one we're really not on that's big is Spotify because they booted it off because there's music on there. Yeah, uh, Spotify is very worried about uh, the legal ramifications of you playing um, full songs. Though um, in most cases you know the if you talk to the indie artist they would probably say yeah that's cool man you know we want our we want our music to be heard exactly and that's what it's all, it's all about promotion and you know youtube has the right idea they allow you to upload the music as long as you're they just tell you you're not eligible for monetization and right. and that's you know i don't have any ads i'm not trying to monetize it's strictly a labor of love and, yeah. and spreading the word about the music and and to that end uh, you know, in talking with my 
lovely wife, Jennifer, who yesterday was our eighth anniversary. So oh, wow. Congratulations. Does, right? <laughs> she had a great idea about um, kind of extending this beyond the music itself and, and into um, record stores because yes. I had posted uh, the other day about a friend of mine who owns a record store in Austin and I went down with my sons last summer and, and stopped in his store. He used to manage the record store in San Marcos when I was growing up. That was the record store I went to as, as yeah. a teenager. So I've known him forever. And she's like, well, you know, th it would be a really good opportunity to kind of, in addition to exposing these lesser known artists, maybe exposing the local independently owned record store. So started this thing called hashtag spin mom and pop. And I've been, you know, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, just kind of, you know, letting people know, hey, let us know who uh, your local record store is, where you go or where you went as a kid, you know, send photos, tag them. We really want to just increase that exposure. You know, they do have record store day once a year, just like there's I was going to mention that up, yes. But this is kind of a way to keep that going kind of year round, especially now with, with the uh, coronavirus and the economy being what it is, those types of uh, stores are probably at greater risk than ever right now. So it's yeah, a good opportunity. they really are. I mean, it, unfortunately, the almost all the independent bookstores that I used to love to go and visit have gone away. Um, and so I, I, I certainly hope that because there is something magical and and I'm a few years older than you, but I know you remember going into a record store and, and flipping through whether it's the cassettes or, you know, the albums and just looking at the cover and going, Oh, this is interesting. And, Oh yeah. And, and yeah, you know, I'm, go ahead. I was going to say, I remember even the, you know, variety stores where they would have the yeah. 45s you could flip through. And when you yeah. were a kid, Oh, I can afford a 45. Yes. It's like a book as opposed to the album. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, uh, it's, you don't, they're making a vinyls made a comeback in recent years. Yes. I had a presentation a few years ago. I just grew the day I ever got rid of all my records back right. when CDs came out. It just was a bad idea. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we're, let's, you know, like I said, hashtag spin mom and pop is really, uh, if you've got your listeners, if they want to do that online, we'll, we'll, yes. I'm going to try to mention as many of these as I can when the, uh, podcast comes out each week. Uh, but it's every Friday and, and just to give people an idea, it usually runs about 45 minutes to 55 minutes. So it's nice. You can listen to it on a commute to work and good. There you go. Very nice. Um, so, um, on our, how many podcasts we were harassing Bob starting a new, um, podcast <laughs> that he was leaving us. And because that's what we do, we, we, we bust each other pretty solid and, um, <laughs> And, you know, I, I, I make fun of him like, hey, Bob, I do a music podcast. You, why wouldn't you want to promote your show? And Bob was like, oh, yeah, you're just harassing me. And, and then at the end of one of our recordings, I said, I said you know, um, since you're all about indie artists, I said, why don't I challenge you? I said, why don't you come up with um, a few Springsteen covers done by indie artists and we'll have you on, we'll promote the podcast, we'll promote the independent record stores, and we'll just have a discussion. And Bob's eyes lit up. I mean, <laughs> I mean it was like we were going to discuss Spurs championship runs or something. He's like, oh, wait a minute, that could be fun. Uh, so that's what we're here to do. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this ever since you brought the idea up. So Yeah, so tell fun. me – once you got the idea, what, what was your thought process? You've, you ended up picking 10, I think, correct? I think it was nine. I okay. Think yeah. Nine. I think nine. Um, well, there was a couple that I was already aware of a couple of songs and a couple of artists, the covers that I, that I knew would work on here. But as I went on, I started thinking, well, there was a couple that I didn't want to include because the band was a little too big, you know, well-known and so I went in the Spotify and said, well, let's start doing some digging. And so found a couple of Springsteen tribute records and, and uh, did a couple of searches on some, some song titles to find, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, oh, I know that, I know that artist. I didn't know they did, you know, this mm -hmm. cover. So uh, I listened, there was a few I listened to that 
I, I didn't think that were that great, so I didn't include them on this list. I, right. I really enjoyed all of the ones that I included, so I wanted to. Mm. I didn't want to turn your listeners off to no. you know some really crappy versions of their favorite yeah. songs. So yeah, so um, I, I'm going to send you the link. A, a friend of the podcast, Ken Rosen, does a um, he does a basically this day in Springsteen every day. He does a post every day about you know what happened on july 21st um in the world of springsteen every day so you know so it's awesome so yeah but um he does cover me a couple times a week where he sends a blog and he picks either springsteen covering something or bands covering springsteen and there have been some amazing um obscure and interesting cover so i'm going to send you the link so that you can sign up for that so that you can get the covers and kind of go oh this might be interesting for you to hear and and to show on your uh to do on your podcast sometimes yeah definitely i'm i'd look forward to that and i would assume he's probably gonna know all of these songs if he's been doing that for a while because well i i told him i i did tweet him and i said hey ken um this this episode will be made for you um yeah. all right so um we, we didn't ask should i give the, why don't you did so I, i've got them in the order of the playlist you sent me so why Which don't I you alphabetical order of the song title yes so uh, why don't you one. yeah play it and then we're going to play a little bit and then we're going to talk about it okay go ahead introduce it and then we'll play it oh, okay sorry uh yeah this first one is adam raised a cane Obviously, everybody knows that one. Uh, but this band, I don't think anybody knows because I didn't know them. I did a Google search, and it took me a long time to find anything about them. The reason being, they're an Italian band. The Ooh. name of the band is Rusties, R-U-S-T-I-E-S. And like I said, it's Adam Ray Cane. I really right. like this version, though. All right, let's hear it. Um, so heresy, I am not the biggest Adam Ray's a cane fan. Um, yeah. just, it's not one of my favorite songs, but I love this creepy version. Yeah. Creepy is really a good way to put it. And I feel like it's almost kind of got a Gothic sound to it. And it's, it's just the fact that they capture, you know, that, that Bruce really had that, intent of mood and emotion associated with that song but it's almost like they even did a better job of capturing it in the way they convey it there and and to me it's a good example of music being the international language because you know who knows if they even really speak english they they right. or they do probably not very very well and here they are just not just translating but really conveying the full meaning of the song yeah. very well I like it a lot. So just for fun, I'm rating these, Bob. So oh, I would give this one seven out of 10 daddy Cadillacs. 
Okay. Nice. All right. right. So the next one, uh, go ahead. You want to describe it? Okay. So the next one is one of my favorite bands. Uh, This is a band called Behold Steady. And uh, they're very interesting. There's been some Springsteen comparisons to them from a musical standpoint. Uh, the, the, The lyrics especially uh, it's very, a very similar vein in, in a lot of their songs. They, they do a lot of storytelling, a lot of that gritty kind of street uh, type of, of lyricist. And the singer, I say that in quotations, uh, Craig Finn, because their music is a lot of times, it's almost like beat poetry set to music because he's one of these like talk singers. Yes. He doesn't, very much sing all the time he's it's kind of morphed over time but this is a cover of atlantic city and as far as you mentioned adam raised a cane not being one of your springsteen favorites atlantic city has never really been one of my springsteen favorites but i really really like this version now part of it's probably because i like the band so much but i really like the energy behind this all right let's listen a little bit of this Well, they blew up the chicken man in Philly last night And blew up his house too Down on the boardwalk they're getting ready for a fight Gonna see what these racket boys can do Trouble busting in from out of state And the DA can't get no relief Gonna be a rumble out on the promenade And the gambling commission's hanging on by the skin of his teeth Everything dies, that's a fact Maybe everything that dies someday comes back Put your makeup on, fix your hair up pretty And meet me tonight in Atlantic City Try to put some money away But I got debts that no honest man can pay So I took what I had from the Central Trust And I got us two tickets on that Coast City bus Everything dies, that's a fact Maybe everything that dies, someday comes back But you'll make a bond, make your hair look pretty And meet me tonight in a Atlantic City When the I, horns I, in there, it's like I, you know, oh. the, the original of the the original version is acoustic. It's just yeah. real kind of somber, and you kind of think, "Oh, this is kind of going to be just like a rote cover of it." But then the horns kick in, and it's like, "Oh, they're they're going a different Bruce route with a Bruce song." So Atlantic City is one of my favorite Bruce songs, and I do think you know, I, there's a couple of good memories. Um, Linda and I were in New Orleans once, uh, actually, to celebrate. Uh, my birthday, um, this was right after um, I had been diagnosed with colon cancer and I was starting my chemo. And so we went on a weekend to kind of celebrate my birthday. And um, we went to, um, we went to New Orleans and not the French Quarter, but, um, Oh, I'm I'm gonna draw a blank on the thing because I'm an old man. Anyway, there's a different part where a lot of the French Street. So we went to French Street, where there's okay. a lot of bars, and a lot and live music everywhere. They start in the afternoon and they play all the way to the you know early hours. And so there were, we were at this um, club, and um, they're like, we don't really rehearse. We we're all in separate bands. We get together every two or three weeks and we just jam so you got you know we're just going to have fun so it was two guitar players and a female vocalist a male vocalist they had a guy on a a piano and so during a break they were passing the hat 
and um, she came to me and she was, um, it, you know, like maybe 20-ish, maybe 30th African-American. And um, she says, like, are you having fun? And Linda and I are like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Linda said, go ahead. Because, <laughs> you know, our lovely brides. And I said, yeah, <laughs> I, I told Linda I was going to do this. And then she's given me permission. But, you know, I am a huge Springsteen fan. And but I don't know if you guys would do. And, and she says, Oh, Atlantic city is one of my favorite songs. I'll, I'll do that for you. And um, she did a great version of Atlantic city. And Linda nice. was like, I can't believe that you got a Springsteen song out of it. <laughs> this is a, a very often covered song. Um, the band did a great version. Um, yes. Hank Williams, the, the, the yeah, the third has done a copy, a version of it. I love this song. I love this version. I, I think this is amazing. Great horn work. So you talk about it, and then when and and we couldn't get to it because we're not supposed to play the songs that long, right? But when he does the everything dies, that's a fact. Acapella over and over again. Everything dies, that's a fact. But maybe someday it comes back. Just yeah. it's and you talked about how he almost can be like this this hip hop hip hop hip hop artist back and forth. It's chilling. Uh, this is. Absolutely. One of my favorites you gave me. Um, I give it nine out of 10 Coast City buses. All right. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, this well, is great. I encourage you, if you like this, to check out some of their other fine work, their non Springsteen covers, because you may enjoy those as well. Yeah, I, I, I really like this, their sound. All right. Um, so far, good stuff. Uh, where do we go awesome. next? Okay, so next we're going to a lovely little band from Wales called The Joy Formidable. And this is a cover of Badlands. Wow, Wales, huh? Yeah, and it's a, it's a female lead singer, so that'll yes. be an interesting All right. uh, sound. Always interesting to hear that type of voice do a Springsteen. Cover. All right, let's hear it. One, two, three. Smashing in my guts, man, I'm cutting across fire But I don't understand But there's one thing I know for sure, girl, I don't give a damn The same old play that seems, I don't give a damn But just the in-betweens Baby, on the heart, I want to know, I want to soul right now You better get it straight, baby, talk about a dream Try to make it real You wake up in the night with a fear so real You spend your life waiting for a moment But just don't come Don't waste your time waiting Badlands, you gotta live it every day Open heart stand is the price you gotta pay Keep pushing till it's understood These badlands are treating us good Working in the fields Till you get your back burn Working with the wheel Till you got your facts learned Baby, I got my facts learned Real good night now You better get it straight, darling Poor man wanna be rich Rich man wanna be king Okay, I'm just... I love this. I love their sound. I love the energy. And, and it's fitting the name of the group has the word joy in it because it in Badlands is not necessarily a joyous song, but right. it comes across joyous in this. Yeah. It's a very upbeat mood. They they've got on this and it's, I just imagine hearing this, like walking into some pub over there yes. and then just, the band is playing this, you know, and everybody just kind of, you know, having dancing and then yeah. raking their mugs and everything, which is the, the, you know, contrast between the, you know, the starkness of the actual content of the yeah. song. But, uh. <laughs> and, and, 
you know, um, and just like when she says the talk about a dream, try to make it real. And there's so much joy in there. And then, um, you know, there's the kind of bridge where when Bruce does it live, everyone chants, you know, na, na, na. And, you know, they do that kind of vocally. Um, I really recommend everyone uh, go check this one out. This is something I give it 10 out of 10 broken hearts. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I love this one, Bob. I, I played this one multiple times over and over again. All right. Well, we're, we're having a pretty good uh, little batting average. So yes, far. yes, you are. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a little nervous about uh, at some point, it seems like the bottom is going to fall out, but let's, <laughs> let's keep going. We'll, uh, okay. All right. Um, Okay. Yeah. So next, uh, next is a band. This is this next band is probably the most famous of on the list. They did have. A I thought about back that. Eighties. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know that they've ever been on a major label, or if they were, it was very briefly. I know the the, the album that their original hit was on was an independent label. Uh, that's the Smithereens, who I believe yes. are out of New Jersey. So they're oh nice. Uh, but back in the eighties, uh, you may have remembered uh, that that hit they had uh, well they had a couple of minor hits that you know behind the wall of sleep and mm-hmm. the girl like you uh but uh this is called this is downbound train they did a okay. cover of downbound train so all right let's let's listen, listen a little I give you my thoughts what 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 are yours i think it's a good cover but it's it certainly doesn't really improve or or do anything unique with the original it's it's more just kind of like a bar band cover just done well so um first off this is my brother dean's favorite springsteen song and so um so I always think of that. My notes were a good cover, but nothing unique or special. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just, I like them. I've always liked their yeah, sound. And, and listening to it just now, I'm like, um, in fact, I changed my rating. Uh, yeah. Because I'm like, they, they threw in some nice harmony. You know, it's a good, solid cover. And you're right. It's like if you, if you were in a, if you were in a, a bar band, you know, you were out at a bar and, you know, they were doing different covers. You would go crazy for this, you know, if yeah. you were a Springsteen fan. So yeah, absolutely. Um, it's just, it kind of pales in comparison to some of what we've heard before. Right, exactly. Yeah. That they kind of made it their own. This was just, they embraced it. It's solid, but I still give it eight out of 10 car washes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So uh, what do we got next? Okay, now we're going to start getting a little more indie, both in types of band and the sound itself. This, okay. this next band is The Format, and this is a cover of For You, which, of course, 
was a hit for both uh, Springsteen and I believe didn't Manfred Mann also yes. have a hit with this as well. They kind of had a cottage industry off of Bruce there <laughs> yes. for a while. Yeah. So, um, and I've always liked that song. Uh, Greg Ken also yes. did a really good cover of that as well. And I, I didn't include him on this just because he wouldn't yeah. qualify. Uh, these, this, these guys do, but this is a little bit of an unusual version. I'm not going to, say one way yeah. or the other but let's take a listen okay princess Koch sends me with her regard oh ballroom ash and vacancy see you gotta Like some soldier undaunted To her Cheshire smile I'll stand on fire It's all I ever wanted But you let your blue walls Get in the way of these facts Honey, get your carpet bag Is off my back You wouldn't even give me time To cover my tracks Saying, here's your mirror And your ball and jack But they're not what I came for I'm sure you see that too I came for you, for you I came for you But you did not need my urgency I came for you, for you I came for you But your life was one long emergency And the cloud line And my electric surge is free Climb into my ambulance your pulse is getting weak I'll reveal yourself all now To me girl while you've got the chance to speak Cause they're waiting for you at Bellevue With their oxygen mask I could give it all to you now If only you could ask but don't call for your surgeon, even he says it's too late It's not your lungs this time, it's your heart that holds your fate Well don't give me my money, honey, I don't want it back You and your pony face and your union jack We'll take your local joker and teach him how to act Cause I swore I was never that way even when I really cracked Didn't you think I knew that you were born with the power of a locomotive? Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound And your Chelsea suicide with no apparent motive You could laugh and cry in a single sound uh -huh. Uh -huh. And your strength is devastating in the face of all these odds Remember how I kept you waiting when it was my turn to be the guy You would not quite have to prowl when I found you broken on the beat I'll remember how I poured salt on your tongue Just how to reach And the band that played the homecoming theme
I really like this one, Bob. Oh, good. Uh, now, yeah. Go ahead. It's, it's, it's similar to that Hold Steady cover of Atlantic City in terms of the kind of subdued opening, but this one takes a lot longer to get to yeah. when it like, kind of kicks in. But yeah. uh, it's, a similar, it's a similar vein. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you like it. I wasn't sure what to expect, what you were going to think of that well, one. I always, I always think it's interesting when a band chooses something from Bruce's first couple of records, right? Now you're true. You, you have a good point for you did get some other play with, um, you know, the covers, but, um, you know, I, I made this joke with some friends once, but if you're in a, in almost all cases, if you're in a bar and you go and you bring your couple of bucks to the person, you know, if there's a guitar guy, you know, that's playing songs. And if you, um, if you request a Springsteen song, um, I, I, I would bet money in most cases, it's going to be, I'm on fire. Yeah. That's that's the song they're going to play, right? It's a simple song. It's easy. Most people like it. Um, to hear someone do for you, and, and to to and to play with it a little bit, and then the 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 harmony and the, and the vocals. Um, it, this is really interesting. So I gave it nine out of ten. Princess cards. All right. All yeah. Right. Uh, no, you're you're batting you're batting very high batting average there. Okay, yes. so I think I'm not to give too much away, but I'm wondering if we're about to hit a bit of a speed bump here with this next one. Okay, um, because well, partly just because it's such a classic, it's such a beloved mm-hmm. song of his, one of his biggest hits, one of his most well-known songs, uh, the one that he wrote for the Ramones, uh, yes. "Hungry Heart." Yes, uh, and this is a version uh, by an artist who's actually been around for a while. He's a uh, indie artist called Jesse Mallon. Uh, so let's give it a listen and see what you think. Uh, you're either going to really like it or you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, I went out for a ride and I never came back. Like a river that don't know how it's blown. I took a long turn and I just kept gone. Everybody's got a hungry heart. Everybody's got a hungry heart. Lay down your money and your prayer. Everybody's got a uh, uh, hungry heart. It it seems like I should recognize Jesse Mallon's name for some reason. I don't know if he's done other covers or I just know something. Um, well. Put me on the side of I really like this one, Bob. Okay, yeah, good. yeah. I I think um, just I wasn't slow, sure about the sense, you know. That yeah, no, the like sense it, it was. It, I think that's an interesting choice, and also he slowed it down just a little, um, you know, because Hungry Heart was Springsteen's first true radio hit, and yeah. um, and you know, and it's. Even though he turned it's, it into a ballad, really. The yes, cover he game. did, and and the and there's there's a nice, a little bit of a Beach Boy feel with harmony. Yes. On it that that really works on this. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I I was really impressed with this. This is actually um, one of my favorites of the of the nine you sent. Um, awesome. Yeah. This is this is definitely in the top three. Um, I give it nine out of ten Kingston bars. 
All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, yeah. Now, are we worried we're going downhill? No, no. But okay. um, I, this next one, I'll, I'll just come right out and say it's one of my favorites on this list. Part of it is the the band. It's um, yeah. Frank Frank Black and the Catholics. Now Frank Black also goes by the name Black Francis. He was the lead singer of the band the Pixies, who were oh, okay. kind of somewhat famous in the alternative era of late '80s, early '90s. And um, after that, he went solo, and he's also got this band uh, with the Catholics that he's led. Uh, this song, this cover, is probably if not my number one favorite Springsteen song, it's definitely top five. Um, It's I'm going down. And that I think is going to make it a bit of a challenge for some, because that's again, covering a beloved song is the hard part because you take an obscure song and, and really, you know, go wherever you want with it and you're not trampling on something so sacred, but uh, I'll be interested to see what you think of this, but I really love this. All right. a lot of energy in that i mean <laughs> i mean and, and i i mean that in a good way you know yeah. there is just um and it's funny because you're you're talking about that's one of your favorite springsteen songs and it's one of mine eh, it's okay you know it, it's 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 the you know um but this version is really unique and and I love the the heavy bass at the beginning and then him you know the singing it uh just yeah. the way he's phrasing the words you don't hear Springsteen and that hard rock of a of a of a context very often right you, you know so that's that's one of the things that was appealing about it to me is okay this is you know a pretty heavy alternative band, you know, doing Springsteen. And then I enjoyed, I enjoyed hearing that. I still, I prefer the original, obviously. I mean, it's, it's not better, but I, I do, I do enjoy their version. Well, and I think it, it is, they're kind of making their own. And, and I think as we talk about this, right, that's what you want in a cover song. You want this, unless you're a wedding band, Yes. You know, or, or, or yeah, you know, you, you, where you need to sound just like the earth. The idea is you, you should make this your own. Um, I give this eight out of 10 board signs. All right. I like it a lot. All right. Awesome. All right. So we're down to two left. Yes, we're down to two left. Um, so we've got one uh, classic or, or semi-classic and then one that's a little, it's somewhat of a deeper, yes. uh, a lesser hit. Yes. Uh, okay. So the next one is the river. Okay. Big, big album, big tune. Uh, this is by, um, a guy that Eric Bachman, who goes by the pseudonym crooked fingers. Okay. He, uh, from the band back in the nineties. Uh, and I think maybe in the eighties called archers of loaf, which okay. is a funny name, It is. Uh, <laughs> but they were, they were kind of big on the college circuit there for a while. Okay. Uh, and this is, uh, this is, uh, 
somewhat faithful in terms of uh, the style of music, but yeah. uh, it, I think there is uh, some significant difference from the original. One of the things I loved is because, you know, by the way, I'm going to include a link to the Spotify playlist that Bob created. So it gives Crooked Fingers from the title, the album Reservoir Songs. <laughs> And the river is on the reservoir songs. Just just made me smile. Yeah. Bob, is that a banjo? That's, yeah, I believe so. I, I believe really, it's a banjo, a mandolin. Yeah, that's well. really slick. Um, I, I, first off, I think the river is one of Bruce's most depressing songs. Yes, and he actually made this even more depressing in his yes. <laughs> version. Um, <laughs> and. And it's, out of the dust bowl. And I and in a future episode, I want to get um, a few people on and have the discussion: Is the couple on the river have they had a successful marriage? Just based on the <laughs> facts we know, right? Because just because you know, I act like I don't remember, and Mary acts like she didn't care, doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad marriage. Um, and the other story, I, I don't, I don't think I've told you this, but, um, I was, I was in a show in Nashville and, um, and someone <laughs> had a sign and, you know, this is when Bruce was taking requests and he picked up a sign and the sign said, it's my 90th birthday, please play the river. And <laughs> I told the story to Sam, our friend Sam, and Sam's like, Okay, just because it mentions the 19th birthday, that is a horrible song to play for your birthday. <laughs> I mean, yeah, my 19th birthday. Listen to the song. Uh, you know. Um, Worst 19th birthday ever. Yes. Um, <laughs> but this is a really nice version. Um, there's the echo on the vocals, the, the, the mandolin or banjo percussions. Um, I, I I like this one a lot. I'd give it eight out of ten union coats. All right. Yeah. All right. So All right. So the last one that yes, we have on the list, mm -hmm. uh, this is by a band uh, originally from Athens, Georgia, you know, home of REM and the B-52s. Yes. Um, this band's the Mendoza Line. So for those who are baseball fans. Funny there, line, funny title, yeah. Argentina, which refers to uh, Mario Mendoza, whose batting average was so low that uh, they referred to the Mendoza line being kind of the demarcation between good and bad hitters. 
Uh, and this is a cover of Tougher Than the Rest, which uh, I believe is that on Tunnel of Love? Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, I always enjoyed the original. I uh, yes. thought it was kind of an underappreciated uh, track. And, Absolutely. Uh, this is, uh, here's the cover version of All it. All right. It's Saturday night You're all dressed up in blue I've been watching you for a while Maybe you've been watching me too So somebody ran out Left somebody's heart in This is, I won't say it's my favorite, but it's up there. Um, I really love this. It, it, first off, it's a great song. I mean, it's, 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 you know, there have been several country artists that have done versions, and it is, by heart, it's a country song, right? Yeah, it definitely lends itself to that genre, yeah. for sure. And to have the... And, you know, we didn't get to play it, but there's a beautiful organ solo on this one. Um, her voice. Um, this is pretty special. I really like this one. Um, and, and I don't know, uh, is any of their, is the rest of their songs similar to this kind of style? Yeah. Yeah. They, they're generally in that vein for the most yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I give this nine out of 10 other boyfriends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say for, I would say all of the artists that we played by and large, what you, what you heard in terms of the cover versions, similar to what their general sound is. So they kind of, um, it is, they they kind of made it their own with their unique yeah. style and okay. Yeah, and I think they, you know, I think part of the key of doing that is picking the right song, right? So it's yes. not just, hey, let's do a Springsteen cover. It's like which one's a good fit for our sound right. and and or war what what's one that we can take and really put a unique spin on with with the way we we perform. Yeah, I I do. I think they're really. I think that's true, and and I liked um, liked all of nine of these. I I don't think you picked a bad song at all. And, oh, good. Yeah, I I think really well done. Um, before we move on, any final thoughts about these or other things we should check out? Well, no. I mean, I think it was a really fun exercise. I will say that what was interesting, if for further investigation. Uh, the the tribute album that I found that uh, song by the Italian band on mm -hmm. at the beginning, uh, Rusty's. It's I think it was the tribute band. The tribute album is called For You or For You Too, and I okay. think there's two of the albums in that series. And I do believe those are all Italian or European acts that are nice. on because I didn't recognize anybody on any of those albums. Mm -hmm. So that could be you know an interesting. Uh, detour for folks who mm -hmm. feel like they've heard everything Bruce or Bruce related before. Yeah. These might be versions you've yeah. never heard. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to do a quick um, um, programming on the air. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you have seen this. A group of Italian musicians did a cover of a Bruce song and uh, to raise money for healthcare. This is Rock for Rookies. Uh, 
Okay, here, listen to this. people have done this but they've all recorded the song individually at their homes and then someone gets it so they cuts from their homes to homes to homes so i'll I'll send you the link you'll 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 like it that's a very creative process i like it i like it it a lot i uh i did some research while we were listening to that so there it's there's two parts to that for you compilation i mentioned earlier and they are they are all italian artists both of these are on spotify these came out, I think, in 2011. The first one has 17 songs on it. The second one has 25. So wow. a ton of Springsteen covers for you to go and check out. That's good. And um, Bruce, um, Bob's uh, playlist, I'm going to release. I'm going to include that in the show notes. You can listen. So this was a lot of fun. And so yeah. um, if you, you, you should keep track of when you run into other Springsteen uh, covers when you're doing your show and then like when you get another nine or ten go okay Jesse time to do another show <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing <laughs> yeah. there's bound yeah. to be more we can uh, yeah now we, we may have a hard time matching the high scores that these yeah uh, well that's okay this was this was good uh, so okay um, I did want to um, and I told you this beforehand that um, you've been on the show once before you um, you, uh, we, I, th- I think we were discussing Springsteen albums in the eighties, if I want to remember correct or something. Yes. Yes, yeah, we were. It, yeah. It was a really good thing. But at the time I wasn't asking the Mary question. So I gave you a little advance notice for this, for those yeah, this of you is who, your, uh, your James Lipton. Yes, uh, this is my is your favorite curse word. <laughs> yes, this is, <laughs> you know, no one has ever said that, but yes, this is become that, Jay Armstrong is an honors English teacher in the Philadelphia area, and he um, every year um, he his seniors he takes two days and uh, two classes, and they study Thunder Road as a poem. They go through all the lyrics, they look at the imagery, they look at the different um, you know messages, possibly discussion, and then at the end of it, they ask um, his class, and that's what I'm asking you, Bob. Does Mary get in the car at the end of Thunder Road? I mean, how couldn't she with, you know, him saying, you ain't a beauty, but hey, you're all right. I mean, she had to have been won over immediately <laughs> at that point. Yes. But, uh, all kidding aside, I do think she got in the car because, I mean, it's a town full of losers. She's not going to stick around. She's already been there through them you know screaming her name and mm-hmm. the graduation see i i don't know if this may be taking it a little too dark but the whole graduation gown lies and rags at their feet kind of implies maybe there was some me too going on there that could be, uh, could be. he was trying to get away from so uh yeah i i think she did i mean what's the alternative you know stay in this you know run down you know beaten down existence or take a chance on the thrill of the road with, you know, the, <laughs> no, no, the I get it. that lurks, uh, lurks beyond. Now, is it the sensible choice? I don't know about that, but I, I like to think, you know, that, uh, that she did. And I think Bruce probably thinks she did too. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. 
All right, so Bend and Scoop, tell us again where we can find it. Talk to us. Uh, sure. This. Uh, Bend and Scoop, the, the original tagline I came up with it was that it was uh, a podcast about music, mirth, and minutia. And the way nice. I've got it structured is every episode, like I mentioned earlier, is about 45 to 55 minutes long. Usually I, I, I build it around 10 songs. I'll put 10 songs on there and I'll, I let the music do the heavy lifting. I don't do a ton of talking, but I'll give some information about each of the artists and the songs and maybe throw in a little, you know, item of, of, of trivial interest or maybe a crack a joke or two. Uh, and what's fun though, is I've enjoy inserting a lot of these different audio clips uh, throughout because really the origin of everything right down to that name, Bend and Scoop goes back to my love of music from a young age. I mean, back to when yes. my dad would take me to the record store and uh, this showing my age here, but would let me get uh, an album out of the quarter used record bin. Right. <laughs> Early seventies. Right. So, uh, and uh, all the way to now. So I've, I've always loved music and this is just part of that. Uh, of growing up with music and growing up with the movies and the radio of the day. So yeah. there's clips, you know, the, the, just the intro to the show, there's a lot of movie clips I love and there there's interstitials between some of the songs, you know, jingles from the old days. And oh, nice. I always, I always end or, or close to the end of the show, insert a, a movie trailer from a movie. And usually there's some clips from that same movie. Nice. Uh, and that's where I get the title of the episode from that as well. So uh, it's just kind of a fun pastiche of pop culture from that era tied with modern music, you know? And, and if you are someone who I candidly like me, who's kind of, you know, stuck in, I like what I like and, and, you know, to me being, ooh, I like Jason Isbell. <laughs> like, that isn't exactly cutting-edge indie rock, right. right? You know, though right. I love his new Americana album. But, right, there, there is a lot of fun music out there that you can sample. Yeah, and, I, and the, what I would tell people is you may not like everything you hear, but I almost feel positive you're definitely going to like some of it. And you're just going to find things that you wouldn't have just stumbled across ordinarily. And that's the whole point, like you said, is to broaden your musical horizons a little bit. Yeah. Um, back when Bob and I were working together, I was going on a road trip and, uh, and I said, and, and at this time um, he had really had gotten kind of, involved and really liking a lot of um you know less mainstream music um and i was becoming obsessed with harry potter and he used to like i worry about my boss he's a little too harry <laughs> potter eccentric uh but i was going on some kind of road trip and i said hey make me a cd and he's like what do you want i'm like just no just pick me and uh um you were the first one she and him right am i getting that right yes yes, yes. um yeah before they kind of hit it, you were talking about it. And, and so I really, um, I, 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 what I like about the podcast is you're right. I don't like every song, but I like the diversity and the chance to my ears to hear something different. And um, if you can invest 45 minutes and come up with, Hey, I really like that song. I like that artist. I think it's time well spent. Because then yeah, you can go down the rabbit hole of seeing others. I, I appreciate you saying that. And and you mentioning the mix CD. I mean, that really is kind of what this is. It's almost like a DJ curated mix CD yeah. where it's almost like you get an hour of radio without commercials. Yes. Uh, but with, with some additional content and context added to it. But uh, nice. yeah, I, I, I joke that it's, there's so much different stuff going on. It's almost like a casserole for your ears, right? Everybody yeah, loves no. casseroles. Exactly. Yeah, there we go. Uh, okay, Bob, if you, if someone wants to reach you, how can they on social media? Okay. So social media for the, for the podcast, uh, we've got uh, Twitter and Instagram at Ben scoop and my personal Twitter and Instagram is at lukewarm Tallboy. <laughs> Funny, Funny story. story. <laughs> uh, and uh, on, on Facebook, uh, we've got at Ben and scoop for the show page. 
And as I mentioned earlier, we've got a website, bendandscoop.com. All the episodes are posted there. We also have links to all of the different platforms that we're on, as well as the Spotify playlist, I should mention, that I maintain for that, uh, for the podcast. Every every episode, every song that's in the episode, I add to that playlist. So it's an oh, nice. ever-evolving playlist. So you can just go to the playlist and hear all the music we've had on the podcast, and I add to it every week. Very nice. Very nice. Well, Bob, this was a lot of fun. Um, I, I appreciate all the hard work you did uh, and finding the songs. I hope the our listeners uh, appreciate it. And uh, like I said, there's a I've listened to this three or four times, like when I was doing something at work and it was a very pleasant playlist. That's good. You know, it, yes. It was, it was nice. So I liked it a lot. Um, well, I'd be interested in hearing the feedback of your diehard yes. listeners to see if they agree with you. And, I agree. And also if they have their local record shops that they want to, uh, again, yes. you know, hashtag spin mom and pop. Yes. And uh, mention them. That will be great. All right. Well, listeners, you stay safe, wash your hands, wear an effing mask, uh, take care of yourselves, and uh, let us know what you think. But for now, we will talk to you soon. You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading lyric reading story sharing podcast that is the one the only set listing bruce set listing bruce is part of the southgate media podcast group the theme for set listing bruce was written by david rosen used by permission it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.